Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. This is Michelle. Uh, so today I'm actually doing uh, a session, an episode for you that um, a friend of mine had several questions. And so Valerie, this podcast episode is for you. And the thing is that I know your questions are are not, it's not just your question. Uh, because many people have reached out and they've asked me the same thing. Okay. So I want to back up because I recognize that we have listeners and just so that you all know, we have listeners in, um, I think the last count was 23 countries, about almost 5,000 listeners. Maybe we've passed that by now. Um, and so we have a wide array of folks. Now I am involved in many different groups and organizations. Um, and sometimes they're on Facebook. Okay. So this episode has really come from questions from Valerie because of a post that I had put in a group on Facebook. So I was sharing with people in this group who are, um, honestly, they're, they're not only thinkers, but they are very reflective people. Um, they're typically a group that is all about personal growth and development. And so I was just inspired one day to share just a little part about my personal growth and development journey. And so I'm going to kind of give you briefly what happened and then uh, I'll answer Valerie's questions. Okay. So to make a really long story short, um, many years ago, I learned the value of memorizing something. Okay. Um, what, one of the things that I realized as I was doing some of my research for my PhD was, uh, that there's a lot of research in the area of memory. Uh, one of the things that fascinated me was this idea that, uh, the last thing to go in your memory and I know this to be true because I've actually worked in facilities with Alzheimer's and dementia. The last thing in your memory to go are the songs and the nursery rhymes you learned when you were a child. So for those of you who understand this idea of programming the brain, when you are in the, the early years, so the last trimester in pregnancy all the way through age six, you're in what's called the theta brainwave. And this is a state that's almost like hypnosis or like a dream. So the things that you're taught in this state are what I like to call, they're just downloaded like a program on a computer and they're there forever. And so, you know, the, the start or progression of, of some of these diseases where you begin to lose your memory are things like, you know, not only forgetting where you leave your keys and let's face it, who doesn't do that. Right. Um, but it's also forgetting people's names, um, forgetting events, even when they just happened. Right. But the last thing to go are those first programs, which I found fascinating. And so from the beginning of that, I really started into this idea of what am I memorizing? <laughs> what am I putting in my memory? And uh, I, I started reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which maybe some of you have read that. And I was really, really impressed with the chapter on auto-suggestion. 
And one of my mentors, Roddy Galbraith, that is his favorite chapter. And he and I have had some great discussions about that. Um, but long story short, the things that you are thinking about over and over and over again, not only begin to change you, right? Because it's changing your thinking. And if you change your thinking, what happens? You know it. You change your life, right? It begins to help you look at the world in a different way. And so, oh gosh, I don't know how many months ago, but I, I have been, well, let's see, especially since July, there was something that happened in July and I think it coincided with, for some reason, my children were gone from the house. They had a very busy summer. They were off doing wonderful things. And I also had a little less work, so less events. So I was home more, had a little bit more time to kind of delve deep into stuff that I wanted to do. And so I found myself uh, really studying, okay? So I'm actually looking at my piles of books right now. Uh, I'm in my, my bedroom, in my thinking chair, recording this for you right now, and I've just got piles of books, okay? So I would just spend a few hours a day going through and studying, and all of a sudden, like uh, a quote or a statement would jump out at me. And it just spoke to me for some reason, didn't really understand why, and I would just write that down. And then the next day I thought, gosh, what was that statement? So I, I flipped back a couple pages. Oh, yeah, there it is. So I wrote it down again. And, and this progression seemed to happen. Uh, and before I know it, because I had a mentor that said, hey, if you're going to learn one new language, why not learn three at a time? Okay, so if you're going to memorize one statement, why not memorize nine at a time? <laughs> okay, and it's it's a, a place in my study time where I can, um, gosh, I guess kind of hang out in the energy of the, these statements and really get it in me. Uh, and I'm surprised every day that there's a new thought that comes to me as I'm doing this. So basically, I've come up with nine different statements. Some of them are very short. Some of them are a little longer. Um, some of them my mentors have said over and over, and I finally was like, oh, I got to memorize that. Others are little nuggets of things that I found in my journey. And so I, I've gotten it down to, I've, I'm writing it really, really small where it only takes up one page. That's neither here nor there. I just find it fascinating that I can write this small. Um, and so I posted a picture of this and I shared it in this group and I said something like, you know, this is the process that I've been doing for months to try to get this inside me. So really, I'm not telling somebody that this is what you need to do. I'm just saying, this is what I'm doing. And by the way, since I started doing this, these are the results that I'm seeing in my life. Okay, so just a couple of the results that I'll share with you. Number one, a huge um, increase in, I guess, positivity in my marriage. It's amazing that we are actually having conversations. Um, just as a side note, my husband apologized to me for the first time ever. <laughs> I was like, yes, right? Um, but also in, in my parenting. Uh, as I'm getting these statements in me, realizing I have more power when I give up control to my children. So instead of telling them to do something all the time, by empowering them to do something the way that they want, I actually have more power and less control. Does that make sense? 
And then, of course, in my business, you know, you can't help but make yourself better. And then when you go to a networking event, well, if you're showing up with a higher energy level, people are going to be attracted to you, right? And then they find out what you do and then they say, hey, come do that with us. That's how that works, okay? So I'm not saying that these statements are the magic statements, okay? And I think that what happened when I posted in that group, many people took it as that because I deliberately took the picture so that the, the quotes were not the focus of the picture. And I really just wanted them to, to encourage them, find your own statements that work for you, but, but sit in it every single day and see what happens. And so from that progression came, you know, many people asking, please, I want to know those statements. I want to see those quotes. Okay, fine. So I actually went through and I created a document where I typed them all out and I shared that with everybody. And I'm kind of sitting and waiting now to see who actually goes and does something with it and what do they find out. Okay. And so during that process, my good friend Valerie asked me several questions and I said, you know what? That's awesome. Send me those in, in the email. And then what I'll do is I'll just answer them on a podcast episode. Okay. So that's the backstory behind what I'm going to share with you right now. Um, so what I will do in the description line, I hope it all fits. I will actually put the nine statements. And then what I'll do too, when I'm tagging uh, everybody on social media and I'm putting out the podcast, I will make sure that the Word document with the statements is represented somewhere in there. So if you want to find it on social media, you can look at uh, Grow by One or Michelle Burkhard on Facebook. Uh, you can look up Michelle Burkhard on LinkedIn, and you can also look up at Grow by One on Instagram. Okay, so it'll be there. All right, so... Valerie's first question is, um, how did you pick the quotes that you journal on? Hmm. I, I really think the quotes picked me. <laughs> so there are several quotes that I have heard my mentors talk about in the past. And so when I read them in a book, I was like, oh, that's where they found it. Right. So there was always some already some excitement related to that quote. Um, others are just things that are currently in my awareness that I really want to delve a little bit deeper on. So for example, there's one in here that says, um, to, to show compassion to yourself and others is instrumental for the advancement of human consciousness. Only then can we be healers as well as healed. And only then do we have a hope to be cured. I love that. And so it's really helping me to think on a different level. Um, so when I go out and I'm doing my quote unquote work for the day, so as soon as I get up out of this thinking chair and I'm on my, on to my day, I'm looking at my children. How can I be a help and support to them or my husband? How can I encourage him today? Right. Or I'm going to go to this meeting. Maybe I'm going to be in charge. Maybe I'm not, but how can I show people love and kindness no matter what, whether I'm in charge or not. Okay. Um, there's one other one here that's a little bit related, and it's talking about reality. It says, reality seeks not your vote, opinion, or permission. It is what it is, and it does what it does. I love that. It reminds me that, you know what, there, there's reality happens in front of you. And why are you arguing with reality? <laughs> 
right? So we get all worked up in our thinking and, and we kind of put ourselves in this place of suffering when we are arguing with what is actually happening. So for example, um, some of you might know, but last night, my, my daughter, Hannah, my 12 year old, almost 13, one thirty in the morning, um, comes into our room and it's just screaming. Um, so as any parent knows, this is never a good thing, right? Uh, long story short, we were up with her literally all night long until about mid morning. Um, and she had a horrible migraine headache. Um, she was a very sick kid for a while. Um, on, on the verge of us wondering, do we take her to the hospital? We're not quite sure. Okay. So it was kind of a scary night. And, you know, as a parent, you could look at that and you could say, oh man, I wish this wasn't happening. Well, that might be how you feel, but the reality is it's happening. Right? So the wishing it away isn't going to help anything. And it actually takes your attention away from showing compassion. Right? And it makes you feel like, oh, this shouldn't be happening. Okay? So that little statement there just reminds me, don't argue with reality today. Accept what comes to you. Okay? So, so yeah, I think some of these statements were things that a mentor passed down and others were things that I found and it just grabbed me somehow. Um, and the next question she asked is, how did you narrow down and pick which nine to do each day? Great question. So um, as I've gone through and I've studied, I've written down all kinds of stuff. Um, maybe what I'll do is I'll take a picture of all of my journals. So I actually go to Barnes and Noble, yes, an actual bookstore and buy an actual journal, right? Uh, I did started doing this many years ago. I get a leather bound journal um, and typically it's the one that has a, a tree on the front just because I think it's like the tree of life, right? And um, it's a very nice journal, um, a bit expensive. You can find much cheaper journals elsewhere. However, I realize for myself that when I buy a journal like this, where it has that expensive feel to it, that my study time takes on... Uh, I guess, an energy of investment, right? Um, and, and that when I use other journals, um, maybe that are cheaper, right? And it's okay. It just doesn't have the same feel for me, okay? So I am working on ooh, maybe number journal number 19. So in my lifetime, I've spent a, a good portion, I'd say probably $4,000 just on journals, that's a lot, right? However, what I've really spent is $4,000 on my personal growth and development. Okay. So over time, what has happened is I've written down a lot of things. And if you see pictures of my notes, you'll see it's got all kinds of different colors. Somebody asked me if I color coded it and I said, absolutely not. It's just, it's different colors. It makes my heart happy. Um, I don't know. You can get a little OCD, I guess, with the, the color coding if you want. Um, so maybe I write a quote out uh, a couple times, two, three, four days in a row, and then I find a different quote and I'm like, ooh, I'm more pulled or drawn to that one. And so I'll stop writing the other one. Or maybe I found a quote that says the same thing just in a, a different way that catches my attention. So I might switch it. Okay. I have kept the same nine statements here for probably the last two weeks. 
Now, I've studied a lot since then, but these are the nine that just keep coming back to me. Okay, so I'm, I'm also, like I said, I'm in the process of memorizing these. And so uh, now this morning, I'm, I'm looking at what I wrote this morning and I got one, two, three, four. I got halfway through six statements without having to look back at anything to remind myself what it, what it says. And I was like, yes, I am getting this. Now, my goal is to get through all nine statements and to remember, you know, every single word in those statements without messing up and to be able to do that for several weeks in a row. Now, think about that. I've still got probably a few weeks to go before I get all of these nine in my memory. But think about statement number one and statement number two and statement number three. How many times will I have that drilled inside me? And not only that, but I find that when I'm out and I'm having conversations, so I might be talking to a client or a friend, um, and something from one of these statements pops up into my awareness. And I think, oh, is this for me? Or should I be sharing it with this person? Okay. Um, She also says, how do you decide to add to them or subtract them when needed? So the subtracting thing I think is really easy because... um, you know, if I write it and I find that it's not sparking any ideas or interest in me, I just get rid of it. It's not that it's a bad statement or quote. I just get rid of it. It's not mine for now. Um, addition is really, it's got to spark that thought in me. Okay. It's got to make me stop, pause in my, my reading and go, oh, that's good. Okay. If I pause and say, oh, that's good. It is probably statement worthy. Okay. Um, she says, do you rotate them or do the same nine each day? Um, honestly, I do the same nine. I kind of already told you that. Um, and then any thoughts on my process and the difference it's made? Um, yeah. So I mean, I think I told you the process. Um, now I'm just kind of having fun with it. You know, now that I have these statements, I'm, I'm writing them down. I, I have so much enjoyment when I get down to the end of the page and I still have room left. I'm like, oh, look how small I wrote. You know, I'm just having fun. All right. Because life is too short to be boring. Um, the difference it's made, I, I would say the biggest difference is um, when you think about the process of sitting down in the morning and focusing on these statements that have given you energy, they make you think, um, you know, it's getting into your heart. Change your thinking, change your life. I find that I have more peace, more calmness of mind, more clarity, the mornings that I sit and do this. I will tell you that um, there's usually one morning of the week that I have a 7 a.m. meeting that the, you know, sometimes I can get it in and sometimes I don't. And on those days, it's a little, I have an off day. Okay. So it does help me to just focus and get ready for my day. It makes me think a little bit too about, um, because one of these, several of them are, are really talking about how I am a creative being. I'm not talking sitting and doing arts and crafts and things like that, but to really go out and to live my life by design and not by default. So when I'm going into a staff meeting and I I just have to kind of be there, right? 
Um, there's no worse place to be than a meeting that could have been an email, right? Yes, you know what I mean. Um, how can I focus and go into that meeting and make other people add value to them so that they feel better just having been in a room with me? Right? And that's what I think these statements do for me is it helps me center on my purpose. And there are some times when, you know, maybe in, in physical body, I'm not feeling the greatest or, you know, maybe I get caught up in something that's happening around me. Right. Um, there are times when I take my journal with me. Um, I remember one time distinctly last week, we just had a lot going on. Um, started the school year for the kids. Um, there was some business stuff happening on my end that, that needed my attention. Um, and then something was happening with my husband. So we had a lot going on and I just took my journal with me and everywhere I went that day, and it was one of those days where you had to fit in every errand known to man, right? The grocery store, the post office, the bank, you know, all that. And I just opened the journal up to the page where I wrote the nine statements and I just set it on my lap when I was driving. And it was just like an anchor to remind me even in this storm, you can have calmness of mind. So yeah, I think it's made a huge difference. And I'm sure if I were to really sit down and do some reflection, I could come up with how it's made a difference in, you know, my business as far as financials and things like that. Um, but the real, other than that peace, peacefulness and calmness of mind, um, just the relationships and the connections that are much more positive than I've ever had, which of course just goes to change your whole life. Right. Um, so really that's, that's kind of, I mean, it's not that hard. It's really not. Um, it's just an idea that came to me one day and I just kind of started on that journey and did it. Um, and that's really what I want people to understand. I don't want you to take my nine statements and think these are the, are magic. Listen, there are tons of books out there. Go find one statement for you, right? Um, and and you do not do not have to do this, okay? I'm not telling you to do this. I'm glad to share with you my process, um, but don't do this unless this is something that you really want to do, okay? Because I think that's going to defeat the purpose. If you're not really into it, you know, you're doing this with some resistance, you're basically downloading a program into your brain that this isn't important. So think about that. Do you want to get up at 5 a.m. every day and do something that you don't think is important? No, you might as well sleep in bed for that, right? Okay, so I hope this has sparked an idea or two for you. If you have any other questions, feel free. You can email me at michelle at growbyone.com. I would love to answer your questions. Um, go ahead and check out my nine statements, either on social media or in the product description. Uh, for this episode and then, you know, see, pick one. Is there one of those that really speaks to you? And would you like to spend some time in just that one memorizing it? And maybe it's sitting down with a journal every day and doing it like I do, or maybe it's a, a totally different uh, process. If I were to tell my 10 year old, hey, I want you to memorize these nine statements, you know what she'd do? She would immediately make up a song. And I bet you anything, by the end of today, if I gave her that, that um, task, she would have all nine statements memorized. So do what works for you. But the point of this is to continue to be in study 
whether you're listening or reading or, or talking to people and find something that grabs your attention and hang with it for a while. You know, a lot of people will go and they'll read a book and they'll do what I call shelf help, right? They'll read the book and then they'll put it on the shelf and hope that it helps them. Sometimes you just need to sit with a book for a while, you know, have some persistence and sit with that idea. Sit with a question, right? It doesn't have to be a statement or a quote. It can be a question. I have a whole list of questions right now that I'm thinking about. I know I don't have to have the answer right now. And the answer will come when I need it. Sometimes I just need to sit and think about that or take a walk and think about that. Okay. So the point is, what are you doing in your life to continue to learn, um, to kind of stay in this vein of persistence and to grow and then also share it with somebody else. Right. All right. So again, thank you, Valerie, for, for submitting your questions. I really, really appreciate that. I hope this was helpful. Um, Again, if you have any other thoughts or, or questions, let me know. Uh, so with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.